0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Oh, hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best dang podcast you can put your moist little ears into. This is a podcast where your old pals Sam Basher and DJ waldridge That's me. That's him. And the other one was me. And we talk about movies. Yes. TV shows. Yes. Comic books. Yes. Video games. Yes. Oh, boy. I got a juicy video game thing I have to talk about in just a second. I'm excited about it. I'm excited excited. to hear about it. But most importantly, we're going to be talking about... The marvel netflix shows boy howdy two years ago these things were top dog these <laughs> things ruled that streaming service ruled the school oh for yeah. sure and now since they're all they're thinning that herd quick mm-hmm. it's a little hard to get excited about it but hey we're reviewing punisher season two spoiler free spoiler filled so guess what gang even if you haven't watched it yet you're gonna get your spoiler free review so don't click away just yet there's a lot of goodies in this episode freshly baked just for you don't eat them too quick though you're going burn your mouth
1: <laughs> before we even dive into punisher we like to start off every week mm-hmm. talking about about what we're into that, that week. week sam you got something for us oh okay so this comes
0: out monday the 28th mm-hmm. the 29th is a very important holiday nine years in the make ten years in the making for okay. some um, do you know which one it is no it's the release date mm-hmm. of, of oh my goodness <laughs>
1: Uh, Kingdom Hearts. 3. I've never seen somebody 3. so excited for a game they've already decided they don't like. No, I'm gonna like the fighting combat. Uh, I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna enjoy the combat aspects of it. I'm gonna enjoy the animation because it actually looks beautiful, and it's not just cutscenes, even though those always look good. Yeah. Um. It's the 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 actual game looks really really solid. Yeah. And so and you like the worlds, right? You I, like going to the I like different the worlds, and I and I do like the like characters interacting with the worlds, even though like. The, the part, the parts of it that's just weird is I've talked about on the show, but just quickie update on feelings. And the, I'm going to talk about what I'm into is not about Kingdom Hearts three. Okay. The research I did to get ready for it, it's uh, it's just weird. Like it's, it's weird like, that you have to do research to get ready for a game. Because apparently the nine games they put out are all integral to the entire plot of these games. They, cool. And there's not there's no spinoffs. Mm-hmm. They're all very important. So what mm-hmm. a weird tactic yeah. to. Oh man, so weird. Anyways, um, it's just as a kid growing up, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 were like my jam. Those were like, I think the first like games actually like got really invested in. Yeah. They are like some of the first games of their kind, kind of like that, like Final Fantasy is like that, but this one was able to get to more audiences because they're like, Disney characters are here, wink wink, kind of not really, but (laughs) they are a little bit, they are a lot, but you know, it's not important to the plot. Uh, but for me, Kingdom Hearts 3, I've been excited about for a long time. Replaying Kingdom Hearts two last year, twenty eighteen. Shout out, pour one out. <laughs> um, I realized that they are uh, the dialogue in those games is pretty piss poor. Well, also, now to be fair, they are translations. They are, but they're also made with American characters. So there's a the team isn't is is a mix of different cultures coming fair, together.
1: That's fair. That's fair. And you, fair point.
0: You 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 you. And I think I'm a little tired of stories where it's like but the darkness inside all of us but if you had the light the light can yeah it's a little
1: unspecific
0: you get tired yeah it's like all you gotta do is get the dark out of there man what does that mean but i gotta embrace the darkness in me to really get the job done what does that mean i don't know yeah (laughs) and guess what the 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 games sure don't tackle it yeah i
1: wonder (laughs) like when you're creating something what does that mean to the like oh man i cut somebody in traffic cut off somebody in traffic today i got that darkness in me
0: yeah it or is it like i think maybe it's just an easy way to kind of paint villains as villains mm-hmm. but then they do a lot of like backflips to be like but is maleficent a
1: good guy and oh it's like, wait so what yeah. does that mean and what does it mean you um, know who i blame hmm. hot take you know who i blame fucking star wars oh uh, uh, I blame Star Wars. Oh, and the light side and the dark side. Really paints yeah.
0: a pretty easy picture.
1: Yeah, man. It's just one of those, like, complicated it, a little bit, maybe man. Maybe
0: popularized it for, like, newer like genres and newer stories. Because it's easy I mean, for... yeah,
1: why? Well, because they pulled from Joseph Campbell's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's machete. Listen, listen.
0: Hey, here's... just here. Because we we're around so many Star Wars, like 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 experts yeah. and they always say the same stuff it's like we got it yeah. it was written by the man who Here's created all storytelling Star Wars is
1: a lot of fun and it made so much crazy money that now everything has be, is like a Cliff Notes version of Star Wars. Dial it back. It was never that deep.
0: Danny M says, "Yeah, the way to live is gray Jedi baby." That means I, like a normal
1: person, it right? It doesn't matter. None of it mattered. None of it means anything. It's all gobbledygook. Last Jedi tried to make it mean something, and even then, it's like mm, entropy, of life, and the balance of. It
0: nature, oh, man. It's, it's nature. C- uh, it's,
1: Push, pull, gravity, the, air, It's just water, tough when you see like... like Space. Uh, I'm tired of it. Anyway, so the point is, point is, that's. I think that's what we have to thank for all the darkness inside me. Is making me super know, ambiguous. Yeah. So super confusing yeah. to follow.
0: Um, so I watched a 40-minute YouTube video <laughs> Which explaining. maybe also goes back
1: to Zoroastrianism. Zoroastrianism, which had the light god and the dark god. Anyway. Is oh, it's, that's it's real. A, that's a real. That's a real religion that uh, it might have influenced early Christianity. Interesting. That's another podcast for another day. Another day, but
0: another day, another dollar. Am yeah. I right? <laughs> Am I right, boys? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I watched a forty-minute video of these German people explaining <laughs> the plot of it's Eurogamer. Yeah, so, uh, shout hey, out. Thanks,
1: thanks to the Germans for figuring it out for yeah, us. They
0: so because they are the one who pointed out to me that like yeah, every game is fair, it's integral to the plot. And here's your quickie synopsis. I think I did this for you earlier this week yeah. for the listeners' gang. Oh, this is your go-to bit. So there's six games that take place before Kingdom Hearts One. <laughs> there's and there at one point you have uh, you had one land that had all people in it, but they get into a big Keyblade war, splits off, makes all your different worlds, and so you get different Disney worlds, and they develop mm-hmm. differently. Boom, bang, you're good. There yeah. you go.
1: Easy peasy. So far, uh, I'm so on board. much
0: more complicated because there's time travel. But I'm gonna just go okay. ahead and skip past all that garbage. Then uh, you have people who train to be Keyblade warriors. Why? Uh-huh. Not really clue, there's your Jedis. They fight with lightsabers at some points because sometimes the keyblade lights up and just becomes a laser. Cool. And at one point... Disney property now, so that's okay. They can do whatever they want. Um, At one point, uh, one of the teachers goes bad named Uh Xehanort, and he tries to put his heart into a kid... Now to, pause. Yeah,
1: what does that mean to put his heart into a kid?
0: It basically possess him. So if he dies, he, he can live on in this kid's body. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Classic. Classic trope in sci-fi. Is stuff. it
1: literally put his heart into a kid? Probably. Or the
0: ab- abstract concept of what a heart represents. Well, since there's heartless and stuff like this in these games, <laughs> it's probably like it's not like a organ. It's like <laughs> a floating energy heart looking so thing. So abstract. Cool. Kind Let's go. Of, yeah. But they use those like currency, man. So it's abstract, but it's like. It's like how money's abstract. It's like it is a
1: thing, though. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough fair, so, enough, fair enough.
0: So he tries to infect one kid, um but it don't work out, and so he does it to a different kid who's already kind of like the bad boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that guy becomes bad guy. But don't worry, thanks to some buddies, this new kid mm-hmm. gets separated out into two entities. One is Uh-oh. like his old version, now the evil version. And then fast forward a little bit, that bad one splits off into two more bad ones. Mm -hmm. So there's like seven, there's like five entities from these, or six entities from these Mm -hmm. original, from two. Yeah. And then the first game starts. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Also, also. Cool. Sora, that main guy, main good guy.
1: Yeah. Can I tell you who my favorite is, even though I haven't played these games? Riku.
0: Yeah, how'd you know? Because he's the bad boy. Yeah. He's the one that, I need to use the dark. Yeah. And uh, there's way more complicated stuff that happens in there for story names and characters. But at one point, he accidentally gets
1: like a little doppelganger named Roxas. The main guy played by I the, knew about the I knew about this from Kingdom Hearts too that there's yeah. the two guys and then a friend was trying to explain it to me but they're the same guy and I'm like wait what it's yeah, super
0: confusing and then to make it a little bit more confusing cool when we wind back the clock the, one of the first kids that was almost possessed by evil man sp- an amount of time ago <laughs> um, looked like Roxas different name and he had an evil doppelganger that looked like Sora what does that mean wait, for but anything but hold on
1: hmm. Is, but Roxas isn't evil right no not necessarily cool.
0: Played by Jesse McCartney, who does the voice of Nightwing nice. on Young Justice. And also
1: was a musical artist back in the he day. He
0: was, and he was in Horton Hears Who. There you go. With
1: Steve Carell. He was also, I believe, in the original pilot for Lock and Key.
0: Oh, that would have been... I'm actually bummed about that. Yeah. He's, a, he's actually a pretty solid actor. Yeah. That would have been really cool. Yeah. would he have been the little boy?
1: I think, the at the time, I think he would have been the oldest son. Oh, I don't think he has a build for it. No,
0: nah, I know. And seeing the build on it, it's like when Aaron Taylor Johnson got really bulked up for Godzilla, and mm. you're like his head shrink. <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, oopsie poops. Uh, thanks for everyone joining us live. Tune in just in time for Santa to talk about Kingdom Hearts. Sounds right. I, yeah. I explained it the best I could. Caitlin, let me know. I, there's obviously plot points I'm missing. I summed it up. That's yeah. how it works. That's how so, summing up works. You skip a bunch of stuff. And then I watched the little trailer they put out for Kingdom Hearts 3 to get it pumped again. And I forgot that Skrillex and the original artist, the Japanese mm-hmm. pop artist that did the songs for Kingdom Hearts. They, yeah. Skrillex is a big fan, so he asked to be able to make the song, Great. which I love when that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. And the song's actually really lit, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> so dad's dad's saying it's lit. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Just so you know, so you are
1: excited for the game.
0: I had already replayed Kingdom Hearts 2. My opinions had changed the game, and I had immediately pre-ordered Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> nice. I Fair have, enough, man. I also you know what I do with all these goddamn Marvel shows. I gotta watch every single one of them. You gotta know how it
1: all connects. I want to I, I want to check it out because I always thought Kingdom Hearts seemed super cool. As a kid, by the way, how does Mickey factor in all this backstory stuff?
0: I think, I think, yeah, because he's the original
1: in, bad guy. No, he's
0: okay. he gets That's Pete. he gets wind of all the darkness out there, and he goes on an <laughs> adventure to go find it. Yeah, <laughs> and he manages to find a hoodie that fits over his ears in mm-hmm. like a die cut fashion. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow, these games and then Don Goofy are there. Yeah, I've <laughs> Goofy's a the
1: magician, obviously. Obviously. They always seem super cool to me. They are. They are uh, like cool. Just seeing the Disney characters cool. in this world. Because I've, I've never been as in love with the Disney characters when you put them in like a cooler situation like this. Because like, the Final Fantasy games always look super cool. Um. So, cool haircuts, big swords. So many cool haircuts and big swords. One sword's a gun. Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, yeah. And those care all
0: those Final Fantasy characters. Boom. are in Kingdom Hearts. Awesome. From every game.
1: <laughs> Amazing. And yeah, they're, they're
0: like we. And I don't know any backstory to these characters. Like Cloud and Tifa have like a weird sexual tension. I'm like. I'm going to go play with Winnie the Pooh. I don't know. I have literally no
1: idea what's happening so here. So it seemed cool to me, but I never I never owned a PlayStation, so I never got a chance to play them. So I always kind of wanted to check it out. Although, if I'm being honest, it comes out this Tuesday. Yeah. Borrow still it. Got, Just, well, yeah. I've yeah. still got Red Dead and God of War to get through. So it's going to be a hot second before that happens. The most exciting part. You get in Big Hero
0: 6, you get in Monsters, Inc., and you get in Toy Story. And every time when you go to the new worlds, your body, like, physicality changes. And yeah. You become, like, that world. Like in Little Mermaid, you turn into a mermaid. Nice. Goofy turns into a turtle. Donald turns into an octopus. Nice. When you go to the Lion King world, you all turn into other animals. You
1: get to turn into a lion and you fight with a cool. keyblade in your mouth. So uh, what about, is there a world for Hunchback of Notre Dame? No. Interesting. I wonder if that's maybe because it's one of the weaker Disney no. movies. I want to throw that out there I mean, real
0: quick. Let's be. But to be fair, they gave a world to the original Tron mm-hmm. and you wear the original Tron outfits. That's cool. It is okay. It, it's like, wait, we need to go to the IO tower to
1: send an email. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool, 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 kids. This is fun. All right. So before we go any further, let's take a second and say hi to a friend of ours, mm. DJ. I'm really excited about our friend that was able to stop by the studio today. I am too because I like. I'm a boy that likes to stay fit.
0: You're a boy that likes to stay fit. Yeah, hey, you I'm know trying. what? I'm trying. I'm trying at I, least. You know what? We are all trying, and our new friend, Open Fit. Uh, is going to help you out because OpenFit is bringing you something new that makes it even easier to never miss a sweat session. You don't... You
1: hate missing a sweat session. I, uh, I had a pretty extensive sweat session this morning, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. No, it's, it, was, it was leg day.
0: It was leg day. You were tired, but you hate when you miss it. And guess what? You're going to lose that commute to the gym, baby boy, and just let the workouts come to you because OpenFit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you... Not just DJ, but you guys listening, to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as, can you guess, too late 10 minutes a day. Oh, that
1: wasn't fast enough to get mm-hmm. on top of it but here's the important part everybody's bodies are different and OpenFit gets that which is why it is personalized to your needs with custom tailored original content can you tell me more about this custom tailored original content open classes are led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world the world Sculpt your body with andrea rogers founder of the worldwide sensation extend bar or get in crazy good shape with hunter mcintyre named by sports Illustrated as one of the top fittest athletes wow these trainers know how to get your results quick and Guess what, game? You can forget all the complexity and stress about getting fit.
0: and Just press play that easy and work out on your schedule. 600 seconds with celebrity trainer Devin Wiggins packs the fat-burning, muscle-building, and body-sculpting benefits
1: of much longer sessions
0: into the fraction of the time.
1: You can view it on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, and Roku. You can lose up to 15 pounds in
0: just the first 30 days. That's incredible. Flatten your abs, shape your body, and look and feel Great.
1: OpenFit has changed the way Sam and I work out. And with our code Stupid, you can join us on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use our code Stupid and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now during the OpenFit 30-day challenge. Our listeners can get a special
0: extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in the first 30 days when you text. Yeah, you're gonna text "stupid" s t u p i d to 30 30 30. That's three zero three zero three zero.
1: It is crazy easy to do. Mm-hmm. Literally, all you have to do is text "stupid" to 30 30 30, and you've got. Instant access to the program. Totally free. Oh, yeah. All the
0: workouts and nutrition information. I will tell you the nutrition information. Pretty dang cool, gang. Big fan of that. So one more time, just for fun, whip out your phones, make sure you're not driving, and text STUPID to 303030 and try OpenFit today. Now back to the show. So. What are you into this week?
1: I, uh, so I, I think I mentioned this briefly last week, but I finally caught up with where we're at with True Detective. Spoiler, though, by the time this episode goes up, I will be behind again. That's how you do. Yeah, but, um. It's really cool. It is tough, though, because we watch a lot of TV, right? Mm-hmm. And I I'll, a lot of times I also need to accomplish other things. Um, and so sometimes I'll get distracted, even though I don't want to. And this is a show that punishes you for that. If you don't, like, pay attention to what's happening, you're like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> um, but I'm really, as the season kind of moves forward and they start building out the mystery more and build out what's going on with Mahershala Ali's character, uh, Wayne um, it's really and I didn't realize his partner Steven Dorff who I think most famously played the bad guy in Blade the first Blade mm-hmm. um, uh, and it's 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 crazy because he's got like this this like 70s mop top thing in the flashback segment and and when you fly, there's three timelines when you flash forward to the middle timeline it looks like Steven Dorff <laughs> and it's it's crazy how much just his hair makes him look like a completely different person um, but it's interesting. They they put up a lot of interesting wrinkles, and, uh, and they're playing with a lot of interesting ideas that I guess are kind of in the zeitgeist right now, like perception of time and uh, how you relate as as people, how we relate to that and it possibly being an illusion and stuff like that, which I feel like, not directly, but like Mandersnatch kind of touched on. Like, hey, how real is reality? You know what I mean? Um, but it's just really interesting. And I just love good takes on, on this... It's a good time to be me, you know, because there's a lot of good crime stories out there. Um, And this is just another kind of more existential take on it. And I'm into that. I I enjoyed, I didn't love it, but I enjoyed season two. It really, this, as much as I'm enjoying season three, it really makes me want to go back and watch season one. Because season one is like special. Mm -hmm. Um, But Mahershala Ali's killing it. Of course he is. That shouldn't surprise anybody. God damn, I'm so proud of him. Because like, yeah. he was in so
0: many like bit parts and so many things for so long. Yeah. And finally
1: getting like... no, and now he's, he's the guy. He sought out for yeah. this stuff. Now he's the guy. And he, he's the guy that he gets to say, hey, no, actually, maybe I should be the lead. And they're like, okay. As opposed to the supporting character. So, I mean, if you're into more serious dramas or you're into crime fiction... and and maybe you felt a little bit burned about true detective season two i said check it out man also uh, it really makes me feel like uh sharp objects which was the amy adams miniseries that came out last year really feels like a true you could have just labeled that a season of true detective and it would have it felt it would have fit in did you watch the whole thing yeah oh okay i didn't love the ending the 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 um, it's a very character driven story with a great sharp, sharp objects is a very character driven story with a very tremendous leading performances, especially Amy Adams, um who it's it makes you wish because she plays a reporter in that it's like, I wish I could have seen other than all the dark drama she went through this Lois Lane, because mm-hmm. it's like it feels like Lois Lane again, don't want Lois Lane to go through all the harsh, horrible shit that she, this character went through. But anyway, Amy Adams is really good. And then at the end, it really like dives in the mystery. And the mystery's actually, the resolution of the mystery is actually crazy pulpy. And it kind of like threw off what was happening. Um, I, the, it, mystery was the least interesting part to me. But um, but it, it's it, tonally dealing with the different like how past traumas affect the present. It felt like a true detective season. So anyway, it's uh, again, check it. If you've got HBO, check it out. Especially a good way to spend some time before uh, Game of Thrones comes back.
0: And then Watchmen.
1: And the Watchmen. When oh. does Watchmen drop? Do we know that yet? I
0: think it, what they, what everyone's pitched so far, is that the final episode of Game of Thrones this season will lead into Watchmen. Oh. That's a good way to boost your numbers. I think that's what Silicon Valley did too. When yeah, they, when they, it was like end of season three of yeah. Game of
1: Thrones, something
0: like that. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But speaking of superheroes, because...
1: Well, yeah, because Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen, yeah. Watchmen, yeah. Watchmen, uh, let's talk about Let's talk about somebody her. who's not a criminal, but also not a hero. But also, by the way, they're a criminal. And... Yeah, they're a murderer, man. <laughs> yeah, they, they... He's a criminal. There's no two ways about it. You can like him, but he is 100% a criminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: he not- it's weird. He's like not an assassin either. Where we're more okay with that. Like where we don't think about like the moral. It's like it's more like ambiguous when it's like an assassin that we're seeing as main character because they're murdering. That's yeah, a murder. Yeah. But like in this, he's not hired by anyone, so
1: he's kind of just doing it himself, doing his own thing, and it which sucks. is more troubling. Each season of Punisher, they try to like interrogate the idea of are we okay with this, and the problem is they end on the side of, yes, we are. But by interrogating it, they make mean. It's like, if you just made this a fun, or at least allowed it to be more fun and just said like, hey, roll with it. We're down with the Punisher. Fine. But when you question it, no, it's not okay. And by making me question it, you're kind of, Dismantling your whole show that you still want me to enjoy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But hey, you know what? Let's hop into let's hop into
0: a spoiler-free discussion first up. And that's gonna be a, a good chunk of this is spoiler-free. We'll get into spoilers, of course, for the people who have joined us, uh, who are uh, who have uh, watched the entire season, or you can come back and listen to our spoiler filled thoughts at anytime you like on yeah, any they're, podcast they're platform you'd like. But let's hop into just overall thoughts and we'll get yes. into some specifics thank you to everyone
1: watching live of course I always like to give a little shout out to you guys David Danny King. love you guys you guys are good people if you're wondering by the way you're like wait people watching live you can do that on patreon.com only stupid answers little oh, mini plug I believe that's the $15 tier uh, you're correct yeah there you go so
0: oh when I we got to do the watch along for season two with our $10 tier
1: unfortunately I missed that I'm sorry about had that a big, you had
0: a big day it's a big day for DJ but yeah. um so I was able to watch it with some of you guys and you guys can watch that on our patreon as well I uploaded those streams and you can just follow the links for the movie live stream tag, but we watched it and it was—I'd say—in the beginning, it, it felt like a slower burn. And I, this show, re, the big appeal is John Bernthal for me. Yeah, more 100%. so than The Punisher, even though The Punisher is a fun character. It
1: always is crazy to me watching this show and looking at John Bernthal's face and being like, "Wow, they, he just looks like the Punisher from the comics. His face—that's just the Punisher face." Someone just like wore torn like he's just <laughs> bad like he's Rough just road yeah exactly that's yeah. what his face looks yeah. like but
0: handsome just yeah. a handsome young man yeah i have no idea what his age is if you said like he was pushing 45 i'd be like probably or think, yeah i think he's early 40s but if he said 29 i'd be like that probably no i i would buy basically anything yeah i remember when he was an extra on how i met your mother he was a bartender really for a second.
1: my first exposure to him was probably like a lot of people's walking dead Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I remember.
0: I was a big fan of him because he looked cool, but then yeah. he didn't. He had a small role as a bartender in How I Met Your Mother, and then never came back. I, I be, could see him as a bartender. I will be checking that throughout this podcast to make mm-hmm. sure that I am correct about this. <laughs> but stay tuned. Kicking yeah. kicking this off, I enjoyed the idea of Frank having to take in this uh, youngin, this young girl, yeah, and yeah. because of her problem pulling her back in pulling him back into this life of whatever he is. He didn't probably have to murder all the people during it, but you know, that's, how he, that's how he gets business done. And um, I, I like that aspect of it, kicking it off. And I liked their rapport because she's just lying. She's just like, she's so scared. She's going to say basically anything to get out of here. And also she's told some pretty good lives, even though we're like, we know you're basically all this is bullshit until episode four or five, then we'll get the truth. Yeah, uh, I appreciate the kickoff of that. And um, the idea of starting off with this like religious uh, radical zealot that is coming after her and Frank now. It was interesting. And then as the season goes on, we then start dealing with season one stuff with Billy Russo. And then you're like, oh, cool. It's going to be cool when these things connect. And then they don't. Yeah.
1: So- I watching the season, I always, it started off kind of slow. And I was like, it'll be really interesting to see when it kind of picks up and things click. And then, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not that it's bad. It's just, it's just never find it really finds a cohesive, direction to go in um the, a lot of the netflix is kind of started doing this where they kind of introduced like an extra antagonist and i thought luke cage juggled its antagonist sec- its second season juggled the multiple antagonists well
0: because well they tied it all back together everyone yeah. they were re- the villains were related in some way
1: yeah and this and, and again on paper i like the idea of pairing frank off with a young girl to kind of emphasize his fatherly instincts because that's one of the benefits of having john bernthal play the characters he can actually tap into the human aspect of frank which is something we rarely have ever seen um but in practice i didn't really care about amy she didn't really bring anything amy being the young girl amy, amy being the young girl again the plot never connected to the rest of the stuff uh, she got completely forgotten about for like a big chunk in the middle when they were dealing with the billy stuff and it just felt like i i wonder if these shows would benefit from you know you've got the 13 episodes like do little arcs like the first three episodes you deal I, daredevil season two kind of did that where the first three episodes were punisher then it got in the hand stuff and then they could have tied it together but they didn't but like <laughs> but you know what i mean like do this little, is a trend now yeah do three episode arcs kind of resolve it and then tie it all together in the last three episodes. You know what I mean? And I think, like, I, I just... It feels weird that they don't... That we're how many seasons deep in these shows and they don't really know how to, like, make it click. Something I realized watching... It, this time is I, I wonder if something that that hinders some of these Netflix shows is when typically when you're writing an episode of television uh, for the most part you have to deal uh, traditionally you have to deal with these commercial breaks right and so you'd have to make these little cliffhangers these little act breaks so when you're uh, scripts are usually broken up into acts and you know you're transitioning from one act to the next because it usually pivots the plot in a new direction and that benefits TV because when you do that pivot it's supposed to hook the audience and keep them invested so even if you're binging it uh, without commercials you benefit from those little act twists because that means the plot's growing and evolving things are changing you're being introduced to new things and it feels like with these netflix shows like what if those breaks only happened at the end of each episode and things just kind of kept happening at a pace like warren l stories and it's like well but even then like there's very few Cliffhangers. Yeah, actually, yeah, they just end. But like this, <laughs> this is this is one of those. Instead of having plots shift and change and evolve during episodes, each episode's kind of static until it ends, and then we try to tease you to keep binging to the next one. It's like, well, have have more things happen. There's only 13 episodes of the show, and it felt like it went on forever.
0: Mm. Uh, for me, I didn't feel that. I felt like it it chugged along pretty well, but I agree that like. Ha- th- there's a middle chunk where we abandon all of the Pilgrim's story, which which yeah. is his name, John Pilgrim. Yeah, out of
1: although I don't think he ever says John Pilgrim. He, no, in, it's at an, all in it's the show in a
0: v- vacuum we know from outside of the show for yeah. as viewers. It it's kind of dumb that we know that. Yeah, John Bernthal was in one episode of How I Met Your Mother. It was the one I was thinking of. But the reason why I know him deep cut one season of this show, the class whose cast consisted of John Bernthal, Lizzie Kaplan, Jesse Tyler Ferguson from. Uh, modern Family and uh, Jason Ritter and Lucy Punch. It was a crazy cast. That's nuts. Um, and Lucy
1: it, Punch is great, by the way, in uh, Series of Unfortunate Events. Weird thing though, she was in the show and
0: then, because she had like a couple, it was like this, it was a class reunion of people who were in elementary school together. Nice. And now they're meeting up again. Somehow their lives are intertwined. But she got like weirdly written off the show. But like her character shows up later, but you only see the back of her blonde head, but you only deal with her like. Like her significant other. It was a weird thing. But the show obviously wasn't popular enough to come back for a second season. Um, Anyways, shout out. Big shout out to that show. Shout out to that. No, I, I totally agree. The actor who played The Pilgrim, I really enjoy. He was in The Dark Knight Rises.
1: Okay. give a little shout out to that he's been in he's actually been in a couple of things i really enjoyed him in the last few episodes when he actually had things to do yeah when they actually like oh hey actually here's who this guy is here's what motivates
0: him and one of the big questions starting out was when he's doing the assault on uh uh, we're trying to keep it we're keeping it spoiler free but um there's a there's a point when like you see him come in with like a group of, let's ballpark, say like thirty guys, yeah. like thirty well trained like assassins to come after. I have some major someone. questions about the specifics of the plot. This uh, season. of that of mm-hmm. that of, of the whole plot, like yeah. for everything. And you're like, where? And when we're watching the, we're watching these episodes. Yeah. Everyone's like, why would you need this many people?
1: Why would you do like? Why are you going after it this yeah. way? It's such a weird why way. Don't, to this do- person's a con artist. Why don't you just buy the thing you need off of them? Yeah. Instead Ooh. of instead of dumping truckloads of money to hire countless uh, bad guys, their pictures. Yeah, Josh Stewart.
0: He was in The Dark Knight Rises as well as Interstellar.
1: Cool. So he's a, he's part of the Nolan circle. Good oh, for him. He's man.
0: A Nolan buddy. Uh,
1: and he does really good work in the last few episodes when he's actually given things to do.
0: Um, and we also see the return of Curtis Hoyle and Dina Madani as well as the introduction of Krista Dumont by Florian. Floriana Lima from Supergirl who played Maggie Sawyer.
1: Uh, I enjoyed her as Maggie Sawyer. Uh, This character is not good.
0: Uh, we also saw the return of Brett Mahoney from the Daredevil shows. Yeah. And he gets a lot of scenes for chew.
1: super important. Yeah,
0: he's super important and really compelling. Yeah. He's, like, super cool. Oh, also, David's saying he was in The Collector. I've never seen The Collector, so yeah. I didn't mention it. Um, but we also see Corbin Burnson in Annette O'Toole. Annette O'Toole playing Ma Kent from yeah. Smallville. Yeah. Corbin Burnson from Psych and um, basically every comedy from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> like he was in he's and great. a lot of Christian Hallmark movies. My father <laughs> watches them. That's how I know what he's up to. Yeah. Yeah, your, your father watches My, them. It's a family activity. Yeah. And Ben Barnes as, as your Billy Russo. So, And
1: another thing that really disappointed me is I thought they set up something really interesting. The way they set up, uh, for those that don't know, Billy Russo um, in the comics is the one that got away. He's the one, because obviously Punisher is Punisher, so he doesn't get a lot of recurring antagonists. The one he does have is Billy Russo, a.k.a. Jigsaw. Um, and the way they set up Jigsaw in season one, I thought was super interesting, and I couldn't wait to see. And it and, hurt, right? He, it hurt a lot. His, his
0: character mattered a lot to Frank, and you could see emotion. They let they let Frank be a person. Oh, You're talking
1: about how that. Oh, I, did, I was getting into hurt. it. Yeah, yeah it no, I just hurt. mean
0: it meant a lot to Frank, so you understood why he might stick around longer yeah. because of his emotional connection. And then, yeah, how he ended literally ended up getting cheese grated on that mirror. <laughs> yeah,
1: and. It just, the way they use him here is just, just, they even give him a great setup for his gang and stuff like that, and it just felt uh, underwhelming and disappointing, and it's just one of those, like, why even bother bringing him back for this,
0: you know? Yeah, I, for me, I was okay with it until we got to the resolution of, like, where his, like, gang ended up on opinions of things, it felt... Weird that um, everyone had all these weird changes of heart and mm-hmm. whatnot. It's like, you guys are doing bad things. I know you guys are justifying all these other things, but like what he did wasn't like a big stretch. Yeah. What he asked you guys to do in terms of violence. So it was, it was kind of confusing. And I, I, when it comes to where they ended up having his character go to, yeah. like his like last moment, I actually kind of liked. What it meant in his terms last of Punisher moment. stuff? Yeah,
1: maybe. Yeah, I just. We to do spoilers. Yeah, but I, I just felt under underwhelmed by his plot specifically, and just the season in in general. I like that we got to spend t- more time with Curtis. Mm-hmm. Curtis got yeah. a
0: really big story. I thought they were going to do something awful because these shows don't have a track a good track record with. They're supporting uh, black characters, supporting yeah. black characters. And it's, it started becoming a trend mm-hmm. that was really a weird. bummer. Yeah. Weird. Punisher yeah, yeah, sure didn't weird do it trend. in season one. And I thought like, Oh, oh you're going to fall into it in season two. It's like, mm-hmm. no, nah, we're good. A lot of other people are going to die violently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to point out that the action I thought was really solid for, jo- for the pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Whenever he actually got hand to hand combat, there's a lot of moments that made me uh, want to bury my head into my Uh, like, pillow, because Mm -hmm. it it, it genuinely made me uncomfortable. And Frank also got some really cool moments where they they kind of started to play with the choreography of, like, his action. To be fair, though, it was almost 50-50 with some scenes that were, like, blocking, blocking, blocking. Yeah,
1: some of it felt a little too staged. Mm -hmm. But Um, you
0: would get some scenes where it's like, this is awesome. Like, using the guns more as melee weapons, I'm like, "This this is pretty cool. Yeah.
1: I think one of the biggest disappointments for me watching this season, and I think it helped me crystallize something that I thought made the first season more special was the odd couple dynamic between Frank and micro and spoilers. Micro doesn't show up at all this season, which good for the person. Cause that means he just gets to be happy wherever he is. And mm-hmm. he's not sucked into Frank's bullshit, but uh, but bummer for the audience, because I think that was a really good foil for Frank and gave you different textures of the show. Whereas this version of it, since Amy kind of disappears for a big chunk, It's all variations of other tough people kind of like giving Frank uh, like, I don't know, but attaboy. Like, oh, I don't know, but let's all cheers to Frank. There's literally a scene where they sit down like, I think I'm going to have to take Frank in because he's a monster. Literally grabs a cup. Cheers to Frank Castle and then she's like but you literally were just saying you're going to have to take him down like what's happening right now Yeah I'm not quite... So many conversations are about like how great Frank is even though he's murdering people Yeah I don't
0: like that in my shows where it's everyone's like concerned with the main character a yeah. lot like, uh, I don't that's not how people in my life work. Like really. you don't know that
1: we all talk about you pretty much constantly, like, yeah. like nonstop. Yeah. Like
0: even like if I'm going through a big thing, it's like that doesn't. That's not how people
1: work. Yeah, man. I'm not worried about my stuff. I'm uh-huh. I'm talking about hey, what am I going to do with Sam? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's and then you do a little cheers to yourself, yeah, exactly. like when you're brushing your teeth. Just you like know what? I think maybe Sam is a pretty good guy. Yeah. Hey, you
0: know what? Cheers. Cheers. Um. But you know. what? So I think the consensus I'm getting. Tell me if I'm. Reading the water correctly, that you disliked this a little bit more than I did.
1: I don't know. We'll have to give. We'll have to give our, our oh, ratings. I I'm
0: think I enjoy, I'm getting that. I think I enjoyed it more than you, which is fine. Uh, I don't think. I think season one is really solid, and this isn't one of the most solid seasons of these Netflix Marvel Netflix shows. Yeah. I just think. Um, what it did give me, I was okay with. I'm glad we didn't sit and watch it all 13 episodes in one day because then it would be a lot. Cl- uh, my opinions would be way more severe. Yeah. Taking your time, six episodes, one. I was like, cool, I'm fine with this. But nothing's like grabbing me to come back. But when yeah. I did watch it, I watch them at three episodes at a time. Easy. That was yeah. that was really nice. And I got to, I enjoyed enough of it. And there were some, uh, especially where Billy's character ended up, I found interesting. I wish the uh the doctor the psychiatrist and billy and that whole thing meant a little bit more or I,
1: or or mm, didn't happen
0: didn't happen <laughs> i no. i liked it because i liked her on first few scenes with him about like what what the mask meant to him yeah and, ha- the and mask was cool the mask was cool and i and where he was at because in terms of like revenge it's like now nah, frankie kind of fucked up big time yeah. with with billy like yeah. this is a big this is a big mess up and I, I wish that paid off in a better way, but the setup was really good, so I think I'm I'm more forgiving to it because uh, I don't think it bungled it totally. I just think it it just it it just was like, what's the safest ending we could have? What's the most? What's the first idea we have? And that's what we went. Yeah,
1: with. you know what? I, I just I was thinking about it, and my brain I was kind of ranking. Um, that uh ranking the different netflix shows in my head and i can almost guarantee now that i probably enjoyed it less than you because yeah. where, where <laughs> it kind of falls on my hierarchy i'm like oh damn yeah i guess i guess i really didn't enjoy the season because there's moments i like mm-hmm. there's there's moments i like i like a lot of if you just told me uh like little cliff notes of the ideas that fueled the season i'm like oh that's all the stuff with john pilgrim seems interesting amy that seems interesting like on paper it seems really interesting and then you see you're like
0: wow Mm -hmm. i don't think they should have advertised that this was a religious extremist as like one of the main villains because that meant literally nothing
1: i'm gonna be honest it was interesting that they tried to subvert like the there is definitely an intended audience for the show uh and while still kind of uh giving a big old bear hug to that to the intended demographic also poking holes in things that they might, like, one of the antagonists uh, is a religious, ex- re- re- extremist seems are the wrong way of phrasing it, but religiously intense. Mm-hmm. And they're being blackmailed by Russians into doing crazy things. Like, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're clearly trying to also, like, hey, let's surround Frank with a bunch of women and people of color and saying, hey, these people are okay. You know what I mean? Uh, so props to them. For, I guess, trying to uh, be more inclusive for the audience that will probably enjoy this the most.
0: True. You know, you can give him that one. Uh, yeah. Danny, M am saying using Jigsaw is interesting. As the last time we saw him was in Punisher
1: War Zone. Uh, yeah, that, you go... You, when they went full Jigsaw on that yeah, one. I'm, I I kind of feel like you could have split the difference here. Because they do a, they do like a three-episode build-up of like what's under the mask. And then he takes off the mask and is like, oh, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> they, but you got the best surgeons in the world. You're pretty okay. One of you're them... Still, you're still very handsome. The big cheek scar, if you draw a circle at the top, it looks like a body. <laughs> it looks like a stick figure. <laughs> just putting that out there. Interesting. Someone,
0: someone pointed that out online. Uh, I think, you know what? Uh, just looking at at the time perfect no. we have time for some spoiler uh discussions let's let's rank them really quick let's yes. let's give a let's give a number score because there's so many shows at this point let's do out of 10 and then we'll rank the uh the all the shows
1: i think that's a great idea cool i'd give it a solid seven out of ten you know what i'd give it the same yeah yeah I'd give it the i just same. think it's I, a solid c yeah maybe c-, a c minus yeah but i
0: just think it, it for me the show's solid and that's it's, an
1: overall score because there were episodes i enjoyed more than that there are some specific action scenes with frank just
0: trying to console like amy where he's like don't worry you didn't do something bad it's only me that does yeah. the bad things and in, in
1: moments like that and also there's uh, for for punisher fans there's some moments that are like oh that's the punisher like that's, yeah. <laughs> that's just straight up the punisher and we'll talk more about there's that there's a spoilers.
0: there's a part that we want to gif where frank co- we can say this part it doesn't matter frank it's comes so back such a
1: violent encounter
0: with some people covered in blood yeah and amy's like you okay he turns to her double thumbs up yeah and that's it he's just drenched I, in blood no matter
1: how you feel about the season worth it for that yeah so, uh, the second i saw that i'm like
0: yeah see i don't regret watching the season because of some of those, those moments. moments yeah and B- ben barnes gives a hell of a performance the i uh, the way that they try to the psychiatrist tries to work with him mm-hmm Before it goes off the rails with everything else, it's, like, when she's just trying to get this person who's so troubled, like, back together. Yeah. Initially, from what I thought was just a pretty, like, neutral point of view, Mm -hmm. I thought that was really interesting. But, uh, yeah, 7 out of 10 from both of us. Solid C. See?
1: Yeah.
0: See? I'll read a few.
1: Low-ish. Low-ish C.
0: Uh, I wanted to read, there is a longer review from Nathan the Man from our Discord chat for Patreon, Yeah, but uh, we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, Landstanders on episode four. I'm a slow boy liking things so far. That's dope. Echo Spider, not in a hurry to watch since it's going to get canceled. I will watch the review, though, until spoilers come out. Well, Danny, thanks for joining us yeah. live.
1: Get ready for them spoilers. Yeah, we're going
0: to into the spoilers in just a second, but um, I, I get it. Taking your time and also watching the show, it's like, it sucks because you can kind of just, it, it feels like there's like this shadow hanging over it that's not just the Punisher
1: murdering people <laughs> and somehow not murdering innocent people at the same time. I, yeah, I have a very specific question for you about some of that. But, yeah. uh, but where would you rank this on the other... Netflix shows let's go through them because this is gonna gonna be tough I think we just gotta go top down uh good news we'll have to do this one more time probably (laughs) probably one more
0: time that'll be easier to keep track we should also write these down yes I should write these down you you probably have a list you know
1: what you're you're right normally I would for surprisingly I don't (laughs) um
0: I would say still up top it's like I think it's a three-way tie because there's a lot of stuff I like from each of them even though they're but they're equally dumb moments mm-hmm. from those shows. Jessica Jones season 1. Yeah. That neighbor tanks it tanks it pretty hard from being absolutely perfect and number mm-hmm. 1. That's really a weak point. Um the Jessica Jones season 1 Punisher season 1. Yeah. Gun control argument really doesn't let it go ahead yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and luke cage season two yes and i
1: which doesn't have a gun control plot or the crazy neighbor
0: no but i think it's just it it doesn't quite reach the heights of the other ones i think it's just really solid and it's got really cool moments for the character yeah which i enjoy and then uh daredevil season two Uh, luke cage season one uh iron fist season two Mm mm-hmm uh, no, 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 put above that. Daredevil season one, Iron Fist season two, Jessica Jones season two. Uh, I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to keep yeah, I all know. these ones. Um, defenders defenders yeah. maybe a little higher than Iron Fist season two. Oh I hope someone's writing this down. And then uh Punisher season two. Uh, it's higher oh no okay I, I, list,
1: I listed off a bunch of them it's it's okay a, hold on hold on hold on because our list is gonna be similar so i'm gonna start doing mine and i think you'll you'll see the my, we'll see if we're missing it's one. better than jessica jones season two in my eyes okay yeah not for me mm-hmm. uh so because wow. of trish because trish really tanks it trish was tough trish was tough oh i think we can both agree i'm for season one is the bottom Huh? We still still haven't hit that. But Ryan for season one still rock bottom. So uh, Daredevil. So so similar to you, although they're not. It's more clear delineation of like Jessica Jones season one is one, two would either be Punisher season one or Luke Cage season two. Um, Then it would probably be Daredevil. Daredevil season one and two are probably pretty close. Then Defenders. Oh, Daredevil season three is. Oh, yeah, it's higher up for me. Is it's higher up for you. Is, damn, I can't keep track. It's probably, so it's Defenders, probably Daredevil Season 3 beneath Defenders. Then Iron Fist Season 2. Is that true? Iron Fist Season 2. Then Jessica Jones Season 2. Then Punisher season 2. Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'd put mine a higher then than Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> I'd Wow, that's really low. I put Daredevil season 3 above uh it's actually I think oh man. To be fair, that stretch oh, that's...
1: that stretch of Jessica Jones season 2 and and Punisher season 2 that, that and Luke Cage one they're all kind of uh, Luke Cage one is better than those, but they're all kind of in there together, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? All right, just to make it clear for me,
0: literally, if you found a middle of my list, that's where Punisher Season 2 is. Yeah, saying. for it, me, it is below
1: Iron Fist Season 2, oh, which it feels weird for me to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Season 2 of Iron Fist had some cool it's moments. It's fun. It, I think it was better than this, than this season, which is weird. But then Danny. But then Danny. But then Danny. Man, yeah. anyway ty, Ford really cool. ty for mary was really cool ty mary was really cool and i did want to see her face the punisher now i don't really care that much yeah either. we're seeing we, exactly we're uh, all kind of just bummed
0: yeah the I, end of season two of punisher is super weird the last shot with that, so
1: let's so we're going to go into spoilers guys it's it's for 40 minutes in the episode we're going to go into <laughs> we, spoilers we got it at some point yeah we're going to go into spoilers but before we do that mm-hmm. <laughs> really quick something you can do is go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. That helps us put us higher in the rankings and all that stuff. And we like to read your five. We read all of them, but we like to read them on air when we can. And we've got one here from Nature4058382833. Easy name. Yeah. It's a birth name. I think it's Christian.
0: And she's saying, looking forward
1: to Monday's commute to work weekly, Thanks to my boy, people.
0: Sam, you want to take this one? Oh yes, I saw it. It's the long one. Zooming in. Here we go. DJ and Sam makes mon- makes. Monday's fun. Yes, you read it correctly. Listening to Only Stupid Answers feels like I'm hanging out with my two smart friends in the car on my way to work. As someone who hasn't read many comics but is interested in the movies, they make it really easy for me to understand the world I don't know very much of. Thanks, boys, for everything you guys put out there. Y'all are most definitely my favorites of all time. Oh, yes, in case you didn't get the tone, I recommend this podcast wholeheartedly. Heart emoji. And awesome. it's the red one, and that's the one that
1: obviously has the most love in it. Mm-hmm. It's because it's the most full of love. Because it's red. Because yeah, it's so, red. Going to spoilers. Same. Mm-hmm. What was I supposed to get out of this season? Don't do know. You think? Sorry, I answered <laughs> too fast. Finish your question. What was I supposed to get out of it? Do you think? Don't know. Because <laughs> okay, here's here's where things. It's tough because nothing ever kind of congeals. Like they never they never combine the plot of John Pilgrim and and and. Billy Russo no they're just all their problems that's yeah which is a problem on its own here's the thing that confuses me the most my favorite episode probably I think it's called Dark Souls of Men it's the one where Frank's going after uh, Billy Uh, Billy sets a trap for him Classic one of those where you just could have killed him, but you didn't because you want to break him first, right? Because that never blows up in your face. (laughs) Uh, His guys mess Punisher up pretty, pretty brutally. It's actually actually a pretty great trap. Like he's um, he's using a strobe light and music to disorient Frank, while his guys shoot him with rock salt and cut him up and beat just generally. Rock salt. They establish that later. They establish that later. Gotcha. Um, uh, Really, just do some real damage to Frank. Then Billy Bells, then Frank, I get the lights turn on, and Frank's able to turn on Super Mode, and he kills all the guys. And as Frank's running after Billy, Billy hides in room. Frank just willy-nilly fires a machine gun into the room, walks in there, and there's three prostitutes, I'm assuming lady, women of the night, mm-hmm. uh, or, or party girls, or whatever, and they've been shot and killed. And he thinks he's killed innocents because he was just going in like a maniac, shooting wildly. And then the next episode, we find out. Wait, Billy set that up. They weren't. They, he killed them, and Punisher didn't do anything. And then a couple episodes later, Frank gets in a, Goes into a shootout. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't doesn't bother pulling fire alarms or anything. He knows the guy's in a room. Goes in a room immediately. Starts shooting at the guy through the wall. We see people in the hotel running out screaming. Mm-hmm. The, he and Frank to be fair action scene is fucking cool but they're shooting at each other through hotel walls they're in a hotel that has people in it and it's like Frank did you learn nothing? so you just found out that you didn't kill them and now you're like cool like, I'm good to do what I've been doing this whole time bullet immunity he gives it to other people like so what was I supposed to and this is after by the way again cool visually Frank has a plan to sneak up on Billy with a mask disguised as one of his men walks in the middle of the street takes off the disguise says hey Billy I'm coming after you thus uh, uh, instigating a shootout in the middle of a populated street mm-hmm. for no real reason he could have just snuck up on Billy and been done hit him twice in the back of the head and called it a day
0: yeah which he does at the end yeah it's uh, it's uh, it's spoilers. I like, I like the, spoilers. Yeah, it's, but yeah. like I like the ambiguity of like it could have been Madonna, it could have been Curtis could have been Frank probably was Frank
1: I mean Frank, we see Frank to the kill shop. In In, In, a story that's being told. And so that's why
0: I like the ambiguity of it, which it probably was what it was, you know? And it's being ambiguous because they don't want... Brett to be now that Brett's like totally he gets saved one time by Frank mid arrest yeah and he's like well now I got a cover for him yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> now I got a fucking cover. cover for him
1: after uh, ambulance accident which again looks really cool there's no way they I mean maybe maybe they survive maybe Frank survives yeah. he wasn't in the front seat and and let's say uh, just generously because sometimes people are more durable than you think let's say Mahoney survives there's no way he's walking away from the accident. Hey man, he just squished right into the back. He because you saw him, he was like laying. It's yeah. like no way. Well, you saw the whole cab become a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> the whole cab of that ambulance is non-existent anymore, and it looks cool. That but shot like, was amazing. It was really cool, and it, the the whole car chase. Basically, once John Pilgrim goes full Terminator after he's got nothing left to lose. Super cool, and it's one of those. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you all the stuff that made him interesting happens in the last three episodes? Why didn't you do that way earlier in the season? You know what? I'm really, I'm really bummed that Nuke got used for Jessica Jones yes. now
0: because Nuke would have been a really cool antagonist for yeah. for this season. And he's
1: also traditionally he was first introduced in Daredevil situation so that would have been cool too but we'll never get it now Nope. also they killed Nuke anyway so hey, even if they're yeah. heat that's a no go yeah he's super dead <laughs> so if there's moments specific shootouts were cool Uh one of my favorite moments is Frank cuts off a guy's thumb to open his phone and then he keeps it for mm-hmm. some reason and he uses it he's trying to taunt some guys and he's like here's a tip and he throws the thumb into their shot glass and I'm like fuck yeah that's the Punisher man yeah that's pretty crazy uh, the scene you were talking about where Amy to defend herself shoots a guy and she's freaking out and he's like, no, you didn't kill him. Because the guy's still like choking on his own blood. Frank immediately turns around and shoots the guy in the head. Like, I killed him. It's like, I mean, good,
0: I guess. Good, yeah. Like a weird dad moment for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, David Rodriguez in the chat is saying, totally bummed I didn't see Micro. Also, I'm watching the last episode right now. There you go. I'm well, glad that I got ahead of you over there. Yeah, let
1: us know what you think.
0: Yeah, maybe Micro shows up. Um, they, <laughs> he and, doesn't. A bi- the big problem for me is, like, I-, I don't understand any of the motivation for why Pilgrim is doing this. Like, I don't—besides um, being church God friends. <laughs> exactly. Besides being church friends. And I I grew up in a church. It's like, yeah. you'll you'll hang—you'll babysit, dog sit, maybe help with some gardening. But mass murder?
1: Mass murder. Mass also, murder. You went after cops. Also, so Pilgrim gets a pass just because he's got kids? Is that-, is that basically what happens? They killed, like, innocent people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot. A significant amount. Uh, so cool, though, when he got
0: uh, t- fishtailed by that car and he got up still. <laughs> super cool. Uh, the craziest fight is him taking on the mafia, white supremacy group that he was a part of. Yeah. And
1: getting he pulling the teeth out of his head. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he turns out to be such a formidable combatant that it's one of those, like, again, why, why? didn't we show this sooner? Because by the time Frank's big final fight is this guy, Mm -hmm. and they don't mean anything to each other. No, and if
0: you would, like, kind of... Him being just a constant threat throughout this entire thing would have been really cool. Or him just going straight to Billy, where it's like, hey... uh, i don't know why you would need to do this but him going out like trying to team up with billy to go after frank or something like that
1: i honestly could swear to you i thought i saw a clip where they interact and they
0: sure don't they sure don't um and the weird like when he like loses his mind and starts like getting blowjobs from prostitutes oh, yeah. and stuff. i'm like I've, i honestly don't know what's happening right now. you know now. what filler you know about filler
1: yeah <laughs> that, he's like oh we got I, I don't know what this means for his character or anything like it doesn't he's sp- it's interesting because both bad guys spiral at the end and i thought i thought uh um, Billy's spiral was interesting, where he's trying to stay. I, th- this was great. I when uh, he's getting surgery and he's like, "No, don't give me any drugs," oh, yeah. and he blacks out because, of course, of course you he would be. come yeah. on. And the guy, the this shady doctor, takes his money and just dumps him in a dumpster. I wanted more from Billy. Like Billy's such a, and it's not like oh, but in the comics. But in the comics, like, <laughs> he's such a big threat. I kind of thought what they were setting up with season two was that Billy was going to kind of create his own criminal empire now that his legit business is gone. He's Which gonna tr-
0: he starts to. He
1: starts to in a really interesting way, like getting disaffected. But that felt like a better way to explore some of the stuff they tried to explore last season. But then they don't explore it and then it doesn't really become that much of a gang. Like if you if like they didn't do that whole gun control thing with the bomb,
0: like if that kid was still around and like he's the first guy that gets recruited by Billy yeah, and this, yeah, yeah. it'd be like, that's a cool connecting piece. And it's also like sad because you see someone who's like the system is fully failed, like hundred yeah. percent.
1: And he needs help, and that's something you said. You told me about a quote. I think it was Jerry Conway, who was the co-creator of The Punisher, talked about how Punisher represents the system failing. Yeah, and that you told me that quote specifically was in context of people that are part of the system having the logo on their cars and stuff. And it's like, but wait, that hold on a second. Yeah, you're missing the point. Yeah, and I think maybe exploring the idea of the system failing more explore and an idea i can't even think of a cohesive idea you know, that unified the season
0: one of the one cool idea that's not for the season but just something that they brought up especially for billy because like the i think the kickstart of all these where everybody ended up in the beginning of the season like you see frank for a second being happy with this like bartender i thought that was really cool yeah. and i was like oh cool what if 13 episodes was just him being happy and like being a dad to this kid and like totally f- four yeah totally i'd be really i'd really like i'd actually like to see someone be happy for yeah. a second um but you also see the Billy, after his extreme trauma yeah. from, from Frank, yeah. is uh, doesn't remember what he did wrong. Yeah. And it, it, then you think about that, and you're like, oh, you really should have killed him. Yeah. <laughs> you really, yeah, well, really
1: should have. Curtis brings up a really good point that was an interesting thing to support. It's like, you left him this way so he could remember, and he doesn't, but we all do. Like, we're all stuck. Like you, great, you got to move on for a second. We didn't. You just left us behind. And I, I don't know, and, and the way um again on paper i like the idea that this show ends with punisher being punisher like he's going out it's like super punisher like he's got the trench coat on for some reason yeah and he's like going mass, with the, murdering yeah, people. mass murdering people except that the entire thrust of the season seemed to be the universe telling frank like hey maybe don't so so i guess we just need to accept that he didn't learn it's not even like the Luke Cage season two where we've seen his descent into possibly flirting with the quote-unquote the dark side mm. it's that hey there was a lesson and Frank just didn't learn it
0: yeah I'm not quite I don't quite get where we're supposed to like I don't I don't feel like there was a cohesive story here but I think there were plenty of moments that were good and episodes as holes that were really good like Agreed. Turk's episode where it's like Turk, Turk Turk couldn't show up in a season three of Daredevil
1: once yeah
0: but he gets a full episode in
1: Punisher Hell, season two yeah and I like. That Frank just knows not to kill Turk because Turk's too great, man. Yeah, Turk has way too connected. Yeah. Like it would,
0: it would be stupid to kill him because of how capable he is. We see that he's still running that pot store where we saw mm. him in Luke in Luke Cage yeah. season two. Um, which makes me happy that that's that's carrying over. Yeah. In season two of Iron Fist, he's selling guns out of the back of his car, though, so he's still doing bad the stuff. The majority
1: of the time, he was a gun dude, except mm-hmm. for the very beginning of the show where he was trafficking people. Let's just let not let's not
0: dwell on that. Because when we were doing the live stream, yeah. we were like, "Oh yeah, it's Turk," and it's like, "Yeah, but none of us remember." Yeah, he trafficked. He was doing women. a really
1: monstrous thing. Yeah, so then he took one step down about selling illegal guns, mm-hmm. but now he's dealing weed. So you know, hey. Listen, listen, if John Pilgrim can get a pass because of just having a kid, Turk's selling weed now. He's okay. Yeah, yeah. This is um, Corbin Burnson,
0: though, big fan.
1: Yeah. And O'Toole,
0: really cool. She can really have some scary.
1: She gets a scene where she's just screaming, and there's literally a vein. You can see a vein from the top of her head to her jaw. It's nuts. Gross. It's nuts. Hope she's okay. Hope she did. Hope <laughs> she's okay.
0: hope she's alright. You know what? Just to end on uh cause I because for me, I, I enjoyed the season. I, I can't I don't I haven't really ever besides rewatching for what we did with Senior, I mm-hmm. never revisited these shows. So I don't really see myself revisiting this one in the future. Yeah. But I, I still stand by like the seven out of ten and a positive that like I think there's like a lot of Solid action. Uh The limb leaning into violence is the show to do that with. Like yeah. you, sometimes in like Daredevil, I'm like sometimes like it's cool that there's violence, but you didn't actually need it because he's just knocking dudes out. So yeah. there would be blood, but it's okay if you didn't put it. So yeah. I sometimes think it's like gratuitous. And this, I'm like, fully embrace it. Fully go yeah. as violent as you want and ha- and have a freaking ball. And I and I got that from this. Yeah season one was just so clear that this is what it's like to be a veteran uh, from the Punisher's point of view and this is the corner of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that has to deal with this and there isn't a clear answer but you can see into their life and in this season you don't get that and you don't deal with Billy and you're not really sure where that's up to the psychiatrist at all scared of heights and then
1: her and Madani get in this fight and Madani's uh, she, Homeland right? She works for Homeland Security, Security. which is not clear in this season yeah. field agent <laughs> combat capable and for some reason, this therapist is able to, like, make it, like, an even fight. And you're like, w- but how, though? Because she's a psycho. She's a psychopath. Sure. And yeah, then it's... she gets thrown out the window. And I guess I'm supposed to care. But I sure don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, everything, she doesn't die. No, everything about that plot. Her... They spent so much time with her and Billy making googly eyes at each other. Don't care.
0: I just felt icky. Yeah. I felt icky when they were doing their stuff. I, I enjoyed the psychiatrist. I enjoyed yeah. the character. But I just couldn't tell you what was happening. Yeah, I enjoyed... I couldn't tell you what happened, and I am sometimes I'm a little just kind of dumbstruck that John Bernthal is in one of these shows, is stars yeah. in one of these shows because in my head he's way bigger. Like, yeah. but then I look at his IMDb and I'm like, oh, you're still up and coming. You're yeah. not you're not fully starring in your own. Marshall movies?
1: Ali was on one of these shows before he had an Oscar and everything. He was yeah, not full season though. Couldn't get him a whole full season. No, I didn't get him for the full season, which was a, a Whoopsie, yeah, it's in a whoopsie. It was a whoopsie. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I'm okay with these shows wrapping up now that we're kind. Of, I'm kind of getting a clear picture of these shows aren't going to get better because they're done. You know what I mean? It's kind of like it was it was a cool experiment that will be things that excite me like i'm excited to tell like when i have kids or younger generations or whatever like hey there's a show with daredevil and punisher they're on it together like that yeah. was cool we got to see these characters team up and no it's like when you revisit like the classic 90s flash or the lou ferrino hulk show they're not perfect but it's cool that they existed and there's elements that you like about them and there's so much
0: effort put into these these yeah. are these are not slapdash put together it's people being bold and trying to tell these stories and add interesting elements. And sometimes they don't work. Yeah. And no, you're totally right. Like I, I can't wait to have kids and be like, cool. So we're going to watch Marvel movies, but like, these are the beginning. This is the thing that started it all. And it's called daredevil starring Ben Affleck. <laughs> and that's what exactly. we're going to watch. So, and so I,
1: I'm hoping that maybe these characters can get a second life on Disney plus or someplace like that. And hopefully we keep uh, John Bernthal around as the punisher for whenever that happens. Cause I honestly don't think you get somebody better to to play that role. And it just maybe a different I don't know, just see see what people can do with in a different scenario, maybe maybe with either either A less episodes or B able to function more like just a show. You know what I mean? Like not so hamstrung of like actually you can't show bullseye this season. You can only choose one villain you know what I mean like maybe have them be more like CW shows where it's like yeah you know, do whatever you want yeah sit them up yeah. early and then play yeah. with them yeah, yeah exactly just just go, go to town on it yeah
0: so that's one of our know. thoughts spoiler fill and free of Punisher season 2 on Netflix partnership with ABC television and Marvel let <laughs> us know you what you thought of Punisher season 2 I'm gonna read ooh Nathan oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I intro apologize. Yeah, I apologize get some,
1: while you're bringing that up do you have it ready yes I got go it right for here
0: alright so this is from Nathan the man and so and I haven't read over this and it's small text so bear with me so I asked what their thoughts were uh, what you guys' thoughts were And this is what Nathan writes All of the side characters were writ- written So that they can help Frank reach his final form As the Punisher And I did not think that was a good choice for the show The show did an awkward job of showing Agent Madani's trauma From getting shot last season In the head, totally forgot about that yeah. part Sorry, that's my, that's my That was his little addition, annota- okay. annotation The trauma motivated her actions in this season uh, But it came off Like she was just being stupid and much less competent Than last season, so that was a bummer for her character Billy Russo was good. It was an interesting way to do Jigsaw, but ultimately I didn't care for Billy. I don't know why we did – why did we have to spend time with him? It's not like anything that could happen in this season uh, could have made him redeemable in any way. That's interesting. It seems like because of the memory loss, what happened to him last season was negated too. So if the Jigsaw thing was like a device to teach Frank that he should have uh, not let him – Uh, not left him alive and should kill the people who deserve to be killed uh, a la Punisher Motto. That was the whole lot of content just to get to that point. The Amy plot points were the most enjoyable parts of the season and the Pilgrim was also interesting. Getting Frank and Amy to develop their father-daughter relationship was cool. I did like them hanging out. Yeah. Uh, I give the season 7 out of 10. <laughs> yes, that there seems like go. the consensus. And it follows in the footsteps of the other Marvel Netflix second seasons of not being as good as the first season. It's so.
1: a fist and Luke Cage.
0: Uh, yeah, those ones got pretty and good. Yeah. Daredevil. Um, yeah, we have other people who haven't seen it, but like Zral's writing, some of the characters were dumb, and it felt like too many things were happening at once, even though was it was only really two things. But mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the season. The action was fantastic. Yeah, I can't really fight that the action was pretty dope when it did happen uh for the most part so uh guys thank you for sending us your comments let us know more on the discord and uh, jessica jones season three
1: is happening i hope i hope we get a little wrap up of i hope like the last episode like i gotta call my friends and we get like one last shot since, since that might be the swan song for this whole endeavor not it's tough. Don't let it just be a finale for Jessica Jones, but let it be a finale for the whole thing. That may be tough. But, yeah. I, mean, I think it is. I think yeah. it is, but it I would make me
0: happy. Make me happy too. Yeah, weird end on this season when he fires and kills all those random people which I have no who, idea who has who, the intel of yeah who looked like they were about ready to get and rap out of they were <laughs> and then it
1: says in loving memory of Stan Lee which you get why they said that but it's a weird shot to end yeah, on yeah yeah Punisher murders all these people also in loving memory of this person that didn't create the Punisher <laughs> yeah it's what well, you know I know, I know I know I think just, Spider-Verse had a better uh, tribute to Stan Lee
0: yes <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> easily um, easily but gang let us know what you think on patreon.com slash only stupid answers check out all of our other content youtube.com slash only stupid answers and only stupid Com for more podcast merch and places you can ask us questions. DJ, where can they find hey, you? DJ Talks
1: Trash? Thanks for joining us, Sam. What about you? Uh, uh, Scram Brasher. Easy spell
0: it like it sounds. A lot of cues in there. But gang, we'll see you next time. Bye bye.